Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Blend Podcast brought to you by yours truly, Kay, aka KJ, aka Khalif in the motherfucking streets, okay? Thank you for, for coming back to the Humble Ass Podcast, all right? And I'm so excited because um, tonight I have a beautiful guest, a returning guest who always comes and just (laughs) always gives me the energy and the content that I need. And it's just always so present and helpful and easy to work with. Not saying my other guests aren't because they are too, but I just, (laughs) I really love working with um, Miss Jamar 84. So let's welcome Miss Jamar back. Yes. Welcome. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes. I noticed that you you gave us a woo when you sat back. The audio didn't pick up the full the full woo there. Oh, really? Yeah, when you sat back, so I think you probably have to sit closer to the, or try to not get too far back. Oh. Can you yeah. hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. but don't don't get like too far away because it'll it'll uh, it won't pick it up. Okay, so it can't it can't go that far. Okay, good. <laughs> good yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. But yeah, you. I think you could still relax a little bit, but like uh-huh. not like all the way back. Yeah. But um, thank you for coming back to the show. Yes, we're doing this via Zoom, you guys. And um, you know, Jamar is a good a good Judy of mine. You know, and I just thank you for coming back. I know the last episode we did was last year. So the cows come. I think so. The cows come home. Yeah, that was last year. That was last what April? No, we or did March. It was March. last March, it was March right sixteenth. March sixteenth. Right the uh, the, the shutdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was driving around in that Hyundai child with that damn wig on. Oh my god! A <laughs> <laughs> hot ass bathroom with the Hennessy bottle. Yes, we. Yo, we recorded that in your bathroom drinking Hennessy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the best thing we could do at the time. So. It, <laughs> it was. was so no, <laughs> but you were you were so fucking down because you had towels to help with the sound and shit. Jamal oh, yeah. was like, oh, bitch, we have to help with the sound. So he put towels at the door. Because I tried to record in there before and I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. I remember hallway. Nope. Look, uh, look I, I remember back in the day during my college days when I was trying to be a rapper out here in these streets I would record my little first little mixtape in the bathroom of my dorm bathroom it was a fucking mess but I would put towels under the door and I would like take a little Kim beat or Nicki Minaj beat and really get up and it was just a fucking hot ass mess so you know I, I understand <laughs> look I had that MacBook and I was like bitch I'm dissing bitches let's go to the studio right now <laughs> like, what I was doing right a mess 
But thank you. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so quick check-in. How has life been? I know that you have had a lot of changes. You know, not only me. I, you know, my listeners, they understand that I've had a lot of uh, work changes with jobs. I, I had a friend who passed away a few months ago. And, you know, I'm going through life too. But for you in specific, you have really been, I want to briefly do a check-in. You've really, your whole life has did like a complete change as well. You moved to Atlanta. Baby, yes. I have moved to the Black gay Hollywood, really just Black Hollywood, period, mm-hmm. in the South with Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the decision came from my roommates that I was living with in LA were actually planning on relocating. One of them was pregnant and getting married, so she was going to have to leave anyway. And then my other roommate, uh, because the pandemic was affected, he had to move his business sort of further out, I think like towards Studio City. And so it was harder for him to try to transport back and forth between, you know, Hollywood and Studio City on a uh, frequent basis. So they were planning on leaving that apartment. And it was either a matter of move or you try to find two strange people in the middle of a pandemic to move in with you that you don't know. (laughs) And mind you, I could have just, is my sound still okay? So since I moved? The sound is great. Okay. Yes. Sorry, um, I, I was setting a timer. Don't don't mind me. I was setting a timer to follow the hour that we have. So don't mind. Oh no, me. I just want to make yes. sure that I can uh, still stay uh, in this uh, in the sound. But yeah, we we could still hear the blendies could still hear you. Okay. Yes. Well, oh, they have names. That's cute. They have names. <laughs> I, um, I could have moved somewhere else, but I knew I wasn't going to get any real value of a apartment, especially by myself with the amount that I was willing to pay. So I'm like, you know what, child? It's just time to go ahead and move out to Atlanta. I've been I've been building business contacts out there anyway, so it just mm. made. And my family's closer to here. It just made sense. I just like, girl, I just gotta go. I love y'all. Right. I gotta go. <laughs> we love you in LA, honey, because you is something about your good vibes and your good energy that genuinely is so refreshing. I know I met you through through a mutual good Judy of ours. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I just was like, it's something about. Jamar that is just so refreshing that I have not met you know I haven't met a person like him in such a long time you get me so mm-hmm. I'm so yes glad. yes that means a lot when I give off good good energy to people definitely so tell us briefly about some of the projects if you can if not I know we can't discuss everything let me slow down mm-hmm. but <laughs> uh, you see how she caught that damage control <laughs> yes <laughs> but um is, is there anything that you want to share of anything that you're working on in the future, if you could discuss it, to let my listeners know where to find you? So tell us your social media, um, where we can find you, what you're doing currently, and if you have anything coming up before we get into the show. Okay, sure. Well, my Instagram, I have my Instagram, my Twitter, and my YouTube channel, all under Jamar84, uh, spelled J-A-M-A-R-8-4. And right now, since I've been to Atlanta, I have hit the ground running. Running, girl. She is booked so, left and fucking right, bitch. I'm here for it. So right before I actually left to LA, I had two things going. So <clears> one <throat> was um, my friend in New York was casting or trying to uh, pilot a new reality show called The Circle Atlanta in Atlanta. He was going to uh, be down here for like a month to film it and uh, record it. And he needed some Atlanta-based uh, producers for the show. And I had we had some mutual friends already here in Atlanta. And since I was moving there, he was like, you know, do you want to be a part of my production team? And I said, sure. 
So we filmed that January and February of this month, and we're trying to process when we're going to do the reunion, and it will come out in June. It is so excited. Please remind me to show you this trailer. Yes. <laughs> Please remind me to show can, you this trailer. Can, can you talk about this on the air now? She gave you a disclaimer. I don't, I don't know if you can talk about everything, okay? You can talk about it on the show. Yeah, I can talk about okay. that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yes, I'm so excited. That's all going to be coming out. Like, I mean, the dates and stuff, like we're maybe like two weeks out before the announcement. So okay, so, perfect. Okay, it's 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 no tea. Yes, but yeah, uh, that's going to be definitely coming out. Um, and then I was I actually auditioned for this independent film uh, called The Assistant Two. I auditioned for one initial role, and uh, the I ended up becoming an understudy for a main cast role. Yeah. And so I didn't really think it was going to happen because there was, you know, it was already full. But then he actually let me know later on, like right when I got here, that yeah. you know, the, the initial cast member couldn't, you know, fulfill the role. And I got to get the main cast role, child. Yes. So look girl, at God. Lots of lots of scenes. We've been filming a lot of stuff over the past like month. Uh-huh. Really, really great. So that's going to be the assistant too. That's going to be available this October uh, on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, make sure you guys check out the first assistant, all done by Jonte Productions. Shout out to Alex Jonte, our CEO and producer of that. Yes. So, yes, God. You know. Yes, I look got, at us uh, getting the exclusive here on the perfect blend. For, <laughs> you know, the girls always like to count me out and say I'm not doing my thing in this community. Look, you're getting exclusive stuff from LGBT content creators. Yes. Okay, y'all always want to count Miss Khalif out and say that she's not for the look. She's she's giving you yeah. people who are really out here moving and shaking okay and okay. this is actually going to be a great segue into one of our initial topics because it will. um honey, I, have also on, to say. I have some shit to say i'm, I'm sure you do and i can't <laughs> I, I want to mention that um i am part of a uh, online youtube show called the prelude with one of my good duties uh scotty scotty by nature tv mm -hmm. on youtube Mm -hmm. And we're actually in the midst of uh, scheduling interviews for our show with the cast of Chasing LA mm -hmm. to talk about the show and the things that happen on the show. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling Khalif earlier that she needs to check out this show because it is ratchet. <laughs> and hood. I thought the LA girls were supposed to be Caucasian and bougie. What happened? What y'all got going on in LA? Y'all who? You know, a lot of these LA girls are not really from. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. You know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, a few of them moved from ATL and other places too. I don't think anybody is really. Um, I think the only ones that are like from here, from here, are who uh, I think Andre's from LA and uh, Hershey Lacour is from LA, I believe. She's from she's from here i think uh i think no she moved there recently i think she's oh. actually Atlanta. i think she mentioned that she was from a different city oh and then moved to san francisco and then to uh, yeah but she's she's a transplant too oh okay well all of them i think most of them are transplants though mm, as, as most everyone here is child hell i ain't even from here child <laughs> okay <laughs> a bitch just been here for like the past 15 years and grew up back and forth you know but yes mm -hmm. but no um thank you for telling me to watch so okay so listeners there's the show chasing la 
It's the reality series, a web-based reality series off of YouTube, um, which started in Atlanta, correct? It's it's that's the yes. home of, yeah. So it's the chasing reality series, right? Mm -hmm. So yes. um this show currently has four seasons, correct? Of Atlanta or five. So Atlanta has currently four. has four. Four There's seasons that are done. Dallas. But it's based happened. in Dallas. Yes. But mm -hmm. did Dallas start this? I thought Atlanta started it. Atlanta started it. Atlanta it started, started it. Atlanta, and they branched off to Dallas, I want to say a couple years ago. Right. And they released LA this year, and they're going to be releasing another city soon. And what city is that, Miami? Chicago. Chicago? Okay. You know, I really want the Chicago girls to get more love. I feel like all these shows overlook Chicago all the time. All of these shows, even the mainstream reality shows, they don't ever give Chicago the correct treatment. I don't know why we can't just get it together. You get what I'm saying? It's only Black Ink Crew Chicago that kind of gives Chicago like their love. Yeah, I think that's the only franchise that really, because everybody has an Atlanta one, everybody has an LA, everybody has a New York. But people uh, act like Chicago people don't really be, do people in Chicago be doing anything. Yeah. yeah I want to see a New Orleans-based reality show. I want to see- I'm waiting on that. Mm -hmm. We're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> they always forget the other cities. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm like, girl. Chicago, Detroit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to see it all, but you know. Yes. Midwestern representation, because I know I'm from Detroit. Wait, you're originally from Detroit? Oh girl, I thought you from I thought you were originally from uh, Louisiana. Oh no. Oh, oh no. but Louisiana. you went to college out there. I went to college in Alabama. Oh, Father God, Lord Jesus, you got your story. Okay, well, correct me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. No, I thought she was a, I thought she went to uh Xavier, right? Or am I tripping? Tuskegee. Oh, and, yeah. oh, correct me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm getting confused <laughs> with somebody else. I could have sworn you said you went to college in Louisiana. Am I tripping? Oh. Never. I've only been to Louisiana, well, New Orleans once. I need to go back. because I really New Orleans that. is lit. It's so beautiful out there. Mm -hmm. it's, but I didn't enjoy it the first time because my, my leg was swollen and I had to get drainage from my knee and shit. It was all this drama. So I need, oh. to, go, I need to go back when I can enjoy it myself. Yes, but let's, okay, so let's get to it. So we watched a show called Chasing LA, uh, the mm -hmm. reality web series online, you know, started in Atlanta. Okay, mm -hmm. so go ahead and let, let's get this conversation going. So what do we think of the first episode, you guys? You guys, you can watch this show on YouTube, okay? And all I can say is that I started watching Atlanta last year. I jumped into season four and I caught up on all the other seasons and I, and I caught up, okay? Then I watched a little bit of G-Status, okay? I caught up a little bit on that and I saw some of the characters went over to Chasing Atlanta. Some of them, a few of them kind of had their start in G-Status and kind of went over there. You know, they all kind of are in the same circles. You get me? Yeah. So um, Atlanta was the shit. And, you know, shout out to Kendra, girl, because Kendra and Agent Wayne are my peeps. Okay. I fuck with them. They follow me that. back on the social media. So shout out to y'all. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Kendra is very mm -hmm. dope. She's such a sweet person. Mm -hmm. and, and congratulations. She just got her top surgery done. Yes, I think she got her butt surgery done too. I think she's been getting like a uh, some procedure. I've been seeing her laying back on the table. A BBL? Is that what it is? Probably. Uh, I did notice because this is actually executive produced by uh, Quentin Harris or Q Harris, who's a mm -hmm. um, cast member on Chasing Atlanta, the first, well, the second through fourth season. Mm -hmm. And so he moved and he's actually producing the LA branch. 
So they actually started out with him. We get to see uh, Oliver. We get to see Lauren mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with them in LA because, you know, like the power of three little thing. And so I think they kind of use like a flashback of something familiar to help introduce you to these people who are something new. Right. Uh, Which was so the- very clever. Yeah, I think it's a good way to introduce and not just throw brand new faces out there that you may not mm-hmm. be susceptible to. Um, these the mainstream shows should take these mainstream shows should take tips, honey, because I liked how they brought the girls from Atlanta to introduce the new cast of LA. They brought, you know, it was just like a nice, smooth introduction. They should do that on, you know, the Married to Medicine LA's and things of that nature. But that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> great transition. So it's like, you know, we're all un- we shows unity. Like we're all mm-hmm. kind of in this together. Right. Um, the first person that we saw is Jeremy Copeland. He fine as fuck. He oh. is so. <sighs> he is so fine. I'm sorry. He's very it's handsome. The, it's the lips for me. Mm. But he's so he, handsome. Uh, <laughs> I was like Jeremy. He's fine like as fuck. Choreographer for Beyonce, Mary, Mariah Carey. I heard of him though. It was actually cool to see him because he's actually really well respected in LA. Mm-hmm. I've heard the, I feel like I've heard the name, but I never knew the face. Right. So I'm glad I got to see the pretty face. <laughs> he is finest. Oof. I was <laughs> like, damn, Jeremy Farm. And I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. We saw Jeremy and then, um, I know D Hawkins didn't show up so later, but D Hawkins, I was like, oh. Now, see, D Hawkins, I was like, I mean, he's cute. But then when I went on his Instagram and he had like the little full page and he was looking from the back, I said, oh, she's thick. He's thick too. Okay, bet. Caked out. My attention. <laughs> Caked out. Caked out. Wait, did you see the clips they kept showing? Uh, D laying in the bed getting a butt. Is that who that was? That was D laying in the bed <laughs> getting getting the booty. Uh, the booty. Uh, I guess it's like a body sculpting thing that you do where you suck the cheeks and you make it all firm and tight and plump. Keep doing it, baby. It's doing yes. It's doing I wonderful. was like that ass back there. Baby. And then ask, shout out to Victoria, Victoria Monet, ask like that, okay? Oh, baby, let me, don't get me started on Jaguar, but... Um, oh, that's a sickening <laughs> piece of... That's a sickening piece of... Started on Jaguar. We'll be here all day. But, um, yes, the Hawkins <laughs> is great. Then we saw uh, Jayla, I believe is her name. Yes. Uh, and Jayla reminded me a lot of... I believe her name was Paris from the Love & Hip Hop Hollywood franchise with Zell Swag. Oh, she gave Paris to you, really? She, they, they looked a lot alike to me in the confessionals. I don't. They they had had a lot of facial structures that uh, favored each other to me. Yeah, but I, already she's more likable. <laughs> I really. She seems really down to earth, and I like how she's focused. She seems focused. Yeah, she's like a mm-hmm. singer and a rapper, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. She, she seems to be pretty sickening. So I'm like, okay, bitch. Mm-hmm. She was in the studio and shit. I'm like, yes. That's cute. Yes. Uh, and then who else did we see? We saw we saw Oliver at the table. We saw Miss Lauren, Jeremy. Came, oh, Mr. Ray came. Mr. Ray, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is a beautiful, familiar face. I, you know, I got my life. I was like, yes, they got Mr. Ray up here. I was like, yeah. That was about to be a fool. I know mm-hmm. it's about to be a fool. <laughs> I was like, y'all didn't found the girls, honey. Y'all didn't found some of the LA girls you know I I feel like as the seasons go they're probably going to get Milan Christopher and they're going to get the other LA girls who are really out here like Miss Candy and they might have them make appearances like Miss Candy Milan Christopher you know just some of the LA LGBT girls who were popular um Gia Banks 
you know, girls like that, you know, they might, Gia Gunn maybe, oh well, no, she's not Black, I'm sorry. No, so, well, I mean, I wonder- But Gia Banks is Black. Gia Banks is Black, right? Because it's more so for the Black girls. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a more urban-leaning show. Show. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we got to meet King Payne, okay? And King <sighs> Payne is, yeah, I already know how you feel. <laughs> We see him and his friend, and I guess he's like a new transplant from, I forget which city they were coming from. But now, I'm, let me ask you this, because you're living in LA right now currently, yes? Mm-hmm. Wasn't the advice that his friend was giving him, like as far as how it is to live in LA, like navigating socially, wasn't that like dead on? It was so dead on. And it's funny, because I give people that advice all the time when they're new here and they don't listen. They don't ever listen. And King Payne did not listen, of course. You get what I'm saying? Like, King Payne was just like, bitch, I'm here to shake up the fucking table. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, but I always tell, I always tell the girls that, but they don't ever listen. They don't ever listen. But I always say, be careful. So that that LA advice that, um, was that Andre who gave that advice? No, that wasn't Andre. That was another no, one. It was his friend. It was, uh, uh, I forgot his name. The creators, I can't remember. He's very popular. Armand yeah. Wiggins. Yeah, he's really popular too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does the YouTube, right? The Armand Wiggins show? Is that I, I'm pretty sure he does. I'm not familiar with him, but I know I've heard that name before. And it, it very well might be a creator that I uh, just like adjacent to somehow that I just if, missed. If these are the same people, there's a really popular YouTuber named Armand Wiggins who has the Armand Wiggins show and it's like kick ass. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. similar to like a Tasha K. Like literally okay. in that same category. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that's the same person, it probably it didn't look like the same person, but it feel probably... like it did yeah. because we had he had sunglasses on in the show, right? So. Yeah, but uh, that was that was key advice. What did you think about that advice? I thought I'm like that's the exact same thing that I've been trying to tell people because I'm like, and this this would just go for me going in new any new city like mm-hmm. L A. You have to have a good stable income. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you are in a. Uh, you're able to have a roof over your head. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? He said, he said, bitch, you don't want to be one of the bitches of Versace, but y'all I got a place to stay. Okay. And hello, y'all got all these nice clothes under the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody, you have to be really be careful who you associate with because not mm-hmm. everybody who acts like your friend is actually your friend. Mm-hmm. Everyone out here is almost two-faced. Mm-hmm. You know? So just, just vet people and get the vibe first before you you know, get too invested. I'm just telling y'all right now, y'all get into this industry, child, y'all. Um, well, I love how he said, uh, he said something around the lines of don't have too many friends, or no, no, no. You can have friends, but basically business is better than friends. That's what he said. He said something around the lines of that, so keep paying. Yeah. Something around that. More mm-hmm. people are going to be your associates and business associates than your actual, like, friends. Personal friend. Lean on and that mm-hmm. you can share personal things with. No, that, that's two different kind of relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both important, but definitely different. Um, let's see, other introductions we want to get through before we get into like what was actually happened. Andre. Andre. I like Andre. I like Andre. He seems cool. He seems Andre cool. is beautiful. He's so beautiful with them eyes and chocolate eyes and that clear skin. The gorgeous. <laughs> there's, there's nothing better than a person of color with great skin. He had beautiful skin <laughs> and this beautiful eyes. I was like, you were so beautiful. Um, let's. I can't wait till we dig into the main stuff and get into the topic. Oh yeah, I've been trying to get through everyone's introductions first. Right. Who else? Oh, Alicia. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Stay on Andre. Stay on Andre a little bit. A stylist. 
Yeah, but and he's like been on commercials and uh, other different sets for filming and whatnot. Um, has event planning. Yeah, event planner. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah. And he seemed like a very like no nonsense type of person. Mm-hmm. And if whatever you give me is what I give back. Yep. <laughs> type of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Andre, like you said, we met Alicia, who I think is the only trans woman on the show. No, Jayla is too. She is. Yes. Oh, huh. I don't know why I thought she was a cis woman, but oh well. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. You thought she was cis? I'm living. Yes. No, she's trans. But yeah, um, Alicia is, they didn't really go too much into her. But her energy, I'm... yeah. <laughs> you Girl, her, her energy, I just, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Give her, give her a chance. They didn't really showcase her much, but in her confessional, she did kind of give like a little aloof, a little bit aloof. But later on in the episode, she did say something that I was definitely 100% agreeing with her. Uh-huh. Uh, and we'll talk about that. One of my favorite, now this one is my bitch. This is my, my good sister that I actually did know. In, uh, Hershey in the, LaCour. LaCour. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hershey's one of my faves. I actually like Hershey a lot. Mm-hmm. She's, she's super, super funny. Um, and we haven't seen a drag queen on any reality platform outside of Drag Race, I don't believe, hmm. or anything that's associated to Drag Race. So this is going to be interesting how they kind of follow that storyline. I'm very interested in that. Um, and after- I like how her, she said, what makes me different is that I'm going to show you the ground up process. I'm not just yeah. going to show you and make it look like it's all yeah. peaches and cream. I really appreciated that. I, I, I like real bitches. Okay. And her, she was like, I'm going to show you the, the groundwork and how this is all really difficult and how, you know, mm-hmm. I really appreciated that. Oh yeah. I, I, I definitely can't wait. Cause I want to see, cause I mean, in, in LA, like drag is already just a hard art form to really break into. And to be in LA, it's a dog eat dog world out it there. It is working mm-hmm. in Long Beach and West Hollywood. So I'm just like, girl, show us. Show us how to do it, girl. Show, show it, us. yes. Um, yes. And also, uh, what do you think about Miss Fran? Fran is probably someone I personally may not get along with. And that's just early judgment. I could be wrong because I've said the same thing about girls from other shows and they're like some of my closest friends now. Mm-hmm. But just the vibe, and do you you saw what he said in the preview for the next to one. Alicia? He was arguing with Alicia, Alicia or Jayla, yeah. Alicia, mm-hmm. yeah, which so, was out of line, and we'll talk about. You know, I'm gonna have to see how you deal with that situation later, Miss Fran. But mm-hmm. I will say this thing: you thick though, you thick back there, girl. Yeah, Fran <laughs> got some cakes. I did see that. I mm-hmm. did see that. Um, <laughs> did I uh oh, I don't okay. Mm. Oh, the hood, just... the hood spiritualist one. What's his name? I'm mm. the poet because he was the yes. Show uh, yeah, you know <laughs> the thing about it is that the girls when you put all the girls on a show, each one of them are trying to prove how they run the group, right? And I think that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to have this energy. He made a really colorist comment about Andre and King Payne that did not sit well with me. He made a comment when they were fighting later on in the episode, he stated, he was like, okay, well, I don't see what y'all would be fighting about. Both of y'all are ugly, both of y'all are dark, and both of y'all like dressed like shit or whatever he said. And I just was kind of like, yeah, I knew something was, mm, I mean, I wasn't feeling you. And I, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you confirmed it right there. 
it's one thing to shave, but like, okay, you can say I'm dusty. You can say I don't have no clothes or whatever I'm broke. But why? Why is my skin? You took a shot at the darkness. He was like, Like, "Both y'all are dark." Dark have to do with this? Yeah, (laughs) and that. But but it's funny because although I didn't like that comment. The, the the fake executive producer me I was like oh this is great <laughs> for reality TV no I was like it's so problematic I was like damn it's so I mean, problematic you know what? but I was just like no I was saying that's how LA girls are LA is extremely colorist and the LGBT girls are very colorist in LA yeah. too like me I'm a dark skinned trans girl and that's something that it comes you know I've had girls make comments about my skin so you know what I'm saying that's something that they do try to reach you on if you are chocolate. You get and me? it didn't help that he was a fair-skinned man. Saying that, right. Support. It doesn't help, but I'm saying the reality TV in me is like, oh, of course you would say this problematic shit because this is going to create controversy. You know, mm-hmm. reality TV. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. You know, not saying like it's acceptable. Right, that's what I was saying. I was, I'm, not, I'm not saying he was right in saying it. I didn't like what he said, but I'm saying, oh, this is going to shake the table. You're going to get a lot of shit for this at the reunion. Hopefully somebody brings it up and reads you for it. Because mm-hmm. I... His energy, I was really like, okay, you say all of this in your confessionals, but when stuff is going down, you be as quiet as a mouse. That's all I'm gonna say. We're gonna find out. Look, listen, if y'all, y'all are listening to the uh, the Perfect Blend podcast on May 25th, <laughs> the poet is coming on to the prelude with me and Scotty. We're gonna talk. Oh, yes. Things. Oh, so you already have him coming on the show. Okay. Yeah, we already have people booked. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, well, make sure to ask him those questions. Let me clarify. I it ain't no beef at the Perfect Blend podcast. I'm not trying to start no shade. Okay, I'm just saying. They why know what they said. It? Why you say that? <laughs> they know what they said. They already apologized for it, but it's just like, girl. But you know so what you said, girl. You know what you said, girl, and that's what you mean, and that's how you feel. Episode one. <laughs> that's the part that killed. Episode one. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> All right, so what else we got? Another discussion in there that I was kind of like bothered by was the fact that King Payne was looking at her. She like, like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a drag queen. He was like, can you really make any money doing that? I don't be seeing y'all picking up no money like that for real. What? Girl. Now you can't be no LA girl without even be familiar with any of the drag race girls that are out there doing the damn thing, being music. I feel like King Payne don't fit this cast already. I, I'm just going to say it, girl. I was sitting there watching King, Miss King Pain. I just was like, girl, like, not to read, but you look like T-Pain, literally. And I just, like, as I was watching their confessionals, and Andre was like, you're giving Missy Elliott. <laughs> I was crying so hard. I was like, Andre. I was like, Andre, 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 Andre. <laughs> I can't stand uh, the rain. I was just like, you're giving very much Missy Elliott. I can't stand the rain right now with that outfit on. No, <laughs> but I was like, King Payne, you're over here. Like, relax. This is the thing when you could tell when girls are not from LA because they come here and they do all of the, it's like you don't have to do all of that. Like, why, why are you like, you're, I think when people don't live here, they come here and they try to act like something that they're not. Like they try to act bigger than what they are because that's what we we're around. LA requires, and it's not really that. Like you don't have to be this. You ain't got it, <laughs> right? King Pain literally sat at that table and just started it. So who, so who over here doesn't see it for each other? And just like started it, just started it. Like 
Now, this was some tea that I, because I did a review on YouTube and this, and Hershey actually commented on it because I had made a, a comment like the fact that that argument between uh, Andre and Key Payne kind of just came out of nowhere. And he said that they actually cut a lot of context out and I guess probably just got to the, you know, the screaming part. And so I'm sure there was more to it than what we saw, but it was just really strange how they just, I don't even know where Andre even came into the equation. So I think Andre got upset at, King Payne repeatedly reading Hershey like that. Because if you look at the footage, King Payne took another shot at Hershey and was like, oh, well, you said he took it like a, a third shot at Hershey. And Hershey was sitting there trying to, like, you know, keep it cute. Hershey kept kind of like, okay, you keep keep on, bitch. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And King Payne took another shot at Hershey. And I think Andre saw that and was just like, okay, well, you sitting over here looking like Miss Elliot, and you just have all this stuff to say, acting like you're that girl and you're not that girl. Like you over here, you look like you're he made a comment saying, like, oh, you're giving very much trash back. <laughs> you know, you're you're let's take out the trash like very much bag very <laughs> you're very much giving that yeah so why are you sitting here i think andre was defending hershey that's what it appeared to look like because it happened so fast probably and i thought that yeah. uh alicia would have defended hershey as well because if you remember she made a comment in her confessionals and related to the drag comment right she, she must be a drag performer as well she said she was right. yeah i get money too bitch what are you talking about? right she was like who are you talking to I'm and like, let me take that back. Maybe I have to give Alicia more grace. Maybe I have to, we have to wait to see what she's here for, okay? I'm going to say, I'll give everybody a, a chance. Because um, I think I think she was sitting there honestly feeling a little, like, uncomfortable a little bit. Uh, probably. Because they, they kept flashing the camera. She was just drinking her drink, like, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it's she the wasn't first, That was the first time they got to meet each other. That was the first time they met, was at mm-hmm. that Hamburger Mary's Long Beach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not gonna just go out the gate to these bunch of bitches that i don't know i'm gonna scope y'all out i'm gonna right we can go around the table introduce each other and whatnot but i'm not gonna just give y'all all that on the first meetup that's what alicia was giving yeah let me stop being so hard on her yeah we'll we'll give her a chance okay i'll uh, give her a chance but what i what i um it's unfortunate that it looks like in the either the next episode or in the coming episodes that alicia and Jayla get into it. And I'm like, no, it's like we all supposed to be standing together. Oh, they always <laughs> put the two girls against each other. That that's the formula that <laughs> that's the formula. That's the formula. Kendra and Lauren going back and forth. I mean, you even see that on the shows with the cis black girls. You get me, it's always the two main ones, like Kenya and Mimi, or you know, it's mm-hmm. always the two girls at the top who are kind of going at it, and then the other girls are kind of just following. You know, yeah. or not following, but they're kind of like playing casualty in the beef, kind of. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. You know? that. But I mean, I feel like that was really everything with Chasing LA's first episode. Like, mm-hmm. you know, by you just watching it, like as a viewer, like what, what's your overall like vibe and thought about it? I'm fucking ready. This summer going to be messy as fuck. And you know <laughs> what? Look, normally on The Perfect Blend, we do the mainstream shit, but I am so bored with it, you guys, my listeners. I just want to tell you. I'm so fucking bored with, and I said this a few times in my previous episode, I'm just being honest. I was like, sometimes the 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 celebrity stuff that I, I always talk, I'm like, God, these people are fucking stupid and boring. They're not doing anything different. They're not releasing new music. They're doing dumb ass shit. And I'm tired of talking about it. So, you know, that's why tonight <laughs> I was just like, you know, let's, let's call Miss Jamar. You know, we made a phone call about a few months ago trying to get this going. And mm-hmm. Jamar was like, well, let's talk about something else. I'm like, okay, cool. Because at first I had a whole list of the regular 
you know, stories like, you know, about Chrissy Teigen and, you know, Kanye and Kim and just the same shit that we talk about every fucking week. And I just, I'm bored. I'm so bored of you guys. And I'm trying to stay inspired. Okay. So you're still going to get that. You're still, right. Yes. You, you know, you, you will still probably get that here and there, but I wanted to talk about other things like chasing LA. This is, this is such a niche that is so powerful on YouTube where mm-hmm. this show has over, you know, like 300 K views each episode. And like, you get me so chasing the chasing reality series and G spot and all these different shows are definitely putting the black LGBTQ girls on. Okay. You, you know, so bitch. <laughs> you, you, you said what? You call it the G spot? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, G status. I'm sorry. God damn it! Look, they're you canceled know. anyway, girl. They're canceled. But, G status uh, is canceled. Wait, they stopped the show. Yeah, yes. They had never gonna release the last two episodes of the season, and that reunion that they filmed that they I just can't get us together. It the child. They just can't get us together. They can't. Are you, dropping, then, are you dropping another exclusive on the perfect oh, for the LA perfect. girls? <laughs> they have all the footage, but no one's filming professionals anymore. So mm-hmm. they don't want to just put footage out with no one to narrate the seasons. And huh. I don't know what they're going to do, but child, it's, it's a risk. It's so it seems like it's kind of falling apart. It, it has fallen. Mm. <laughs> it's past tense. It has fallen. It is no longer happening. It has already been done. Damn. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, G status. I was hoping for you. You know, I'm still watch the old stuff. I watched a few. I watched the one where that Latina transfer got her wig snatched off because she was outside. Uh, girl, she was outside cutting up, and one of the gays was not having it, and he gave her that quick two piece and a biscuit outside of the club and knocked her. Oh, we love a bitch wig. Snatching <laughs> somebody wig. damn wig. Girl, see, I got braids in my hair. I'm like, you girls are not gonna pull my fucking braids out. I have hair. Y'all not fucking with me, bitch. Y'all not catching me, okay? Y'all are no. not pulling my damn hair. Fuck that. If you're into it, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you, you know, what we have from thus far. But like over the summer, like when my show comes out for the Circle Atlanta, yes, yeah, we have to have me back so we can talk about it. Definitely, you know, and if <laughs> and if there's any other partnerships that she, you want another person to help posting or talking with something about coffee, you know, she might she might take a flight to Atlanta with you girls and help. You know, <laughs> yeah, she, she she might schedule a flight and come out there for a few days and help girls. You know, you just never know. You know, so just you know, absolutely, she needs I, extra I, help. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the girls put on the spots. I wish I could have uh, gave you show it to you before we came on. So before we mm-hmm. talk, about it. we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, so uh, is there anything else you want us to touch on before we get into our main topic? I know we have like twenty um, minutes left. Uh, no, that's it. Go for it. Let's go. Okay, so you girls check out Chasing LA. It's really good. It's really juicy. If you like reality TV, this has the perfect formula of the messiness and the fighting and all those different things, but it is a LGBTQ show. It's really good. Who cares if it is? Watch it. It's good content. Go on YouTube, Chasing LA reality series, right? That's what you type in. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So our next topic tonight, I, this is something that I wanted to discuss because as someone where, you know, as you all know, I am a trans woman, right? I'm a Black trans woman. Um, there are stereotypes that come with that identity, right? For a Black gay man, it's a stereotype that comes with that identity or a stigma, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where it's always this thing about sex work. Sex work is sort of like this thing that's always sort of, you know, around us all the time, you know? Um, and what I wanted to talk about was the divide that I see in the community between the girls and when I say girls, I mean trans girls and gay boys who 
who do sex work and the ones who don't do it, right? There is this, like this divide that I see on both ends. And on one end for the girls who, who do actually do commercial sex work and they do it, um, I'm sorry, no, for the girls who don't do it, you have the girls who don't do it and they're always sort of looking down on the girls who do or, you know, trying to differentiate themselves or, you know, not trying to really be supportive or understanding. Um, that's for the trans and the gays, right? Then you have the girls who do do sex work who are pro-sex work, but they often probably don't feel that they can relate to the girls who work a nine to five or go to college or have a career or do something like that, right? So it's like this barrier that you see. And what I've been noticing lately is that there's shade for the girls who, who don't do sex work. For, the girls who do do it, they'll shade the girls who don't and kind of treat them as if like they're not really trans enough or they're not really for the community or they're not really like understanding or about the community just because they're not like sex workers. That's mm-hmm. something that I've been kind of like picking up online. So for example, what inspired this conversation tonight was I was on Twitter and um, it was a thread that I saw with, it was about OnlyFans and it was one gay guy. And he was just like, um, he was like, so when are we gonna be more than just OnlyFans? Like whenever you hear conversations about black gay men or like gay men of color, it's always in relation to sex or OnlyFans. Like when can we talk about like, when are we gonna do more than this? Why is that always the thing? Like, why is it always, ooh, you know, does that person have an OnlyFans or does this, it's, it's always that. So when are we gonna have more conversations? When are we gonna do more and be more, right? So that was like one thing that sparked it. And then there was another situation where (laughs) one of the girls called me a man and (laughs) she's a trans girl. This happened years ago. And uh, basically (laughs) she likes to read and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's one of those things where I'm just at a point where I I get shade from like other trans girls who are in the, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to be messy, but some of them do listen to, some of them do listen to my podcast. But what I'm saying is that um, I'll get shade from the other girls who do do it. Right. And then they'll come at me and be like, oh, well, you think you're better than us. Or you think you're this, or you think you're that because you have a degree and you don't like to affiliate with us. And you don't like to do that where I've literally had to have conversations with the girls. And I'd be like, well, no, like you're, maybe it's just because you're fucking rude and mean to me. Like, yeah, we're both trans, but it's like, if you're being disrespectful towards me, like, you know, I have to come at you like, okay, well, what do you expect? It's like, you're being disrespectful. You're shading me. Like one of you said that I look like a fucking man. And then you made this comment talking about, oh, well, I bet if her and I were in the same room together, she would get both of us clogged. You see what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you get me? So what I'm saying is like, and this is one of the girls who do do sex work, right? And then I feel like I'm all over the place. So are you still following? I'm just trying oh, yeah. to- I definitely, okay. I definitely follow. And, right. and I, it's one of those things. Oh, okay. sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to wrap it up. I just want to wrap it up. It's one of those things where basically it just really like obsessed me because it's like, I'm somebody who is sex positive. I don't, I've never have had to do it. Thank God I've never had to do sex work. I never have done sex work. Um, have I been put, have I been put in situations where I thought that I would have to? Of course, I'm a black trans woman. Of course, life gets fucking hard. There are times where you know I was like, oh my god, like I don't have family, I don't have nobody. Like, am I just gonna be like out here on the block or whatever? But I always knew that I was capable of doing other things, and that's not me 
looking down on the other girls. I'm very pro-sex work. I'm very sex positive, right? But just because I choose to not do that does not mean that I'm looking down on nobody. I'm still out here advocating for everybody. I still have these conversations, but why, why do I feel like, I don't know, for me and just navigating the community, I just feel like I'm one of those girls who don't do that. So therefore it's sort of like, I face this barrier with the girls that do. And I, I'm just at a point where I don't know what else to fucking do with them. Cause I'm trying to be a sister. I'm trying to be, you get me. I'm trying to like, you know, it's just fun. be myself and be there. And, you know, and it's like, but I understand that the girls, we often self-project. We often deal with self-hatred. We often deal with glamorizing sex work. You get what I'm saying? We deal with all those different things, but that's the layout. Okay, now you can jump in. I think I'm going to actually add another layer to this because this was also another discussion with uh, one of the girls from Drag Race. Mm-hmm. There's um, a drag entertainer her by the name of Plastique Tiara. Mm-hmm. I know her. Who's a drag queen, you know, mm-hmm. identifies a man, but, you know, performs in drag. But she has an OnlyFans where she shows, like, suggestive pictures of her while in drag. And a lot of uh, trans girls were attacking her because they felt like, oh, you're taking work away from us Mm. and you're not even really, like you're taking one of my community's main resources of income away from us. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, that's not true because if they wanna see you, they're gonna wanna see you. If they wanna see, you know, um, uh, somebody who's black and somebody who's trans, they're gonna find and look for people who are black and trans. Just she's. She's not able to show like full frontal breast or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the lower region. I don't know how graphic we can get on here, but. Oh, we can get graphic. They're <laughs> <laughs> not going to show the vagina. Like she can only do, you know, so much. I never knew like why they were attacking her, you know, for having a page and saying that. Because taking- she's competition. It's just like, girl, let that go. That's because and she's she- competition. For the other point that you had made in regards to you're not supportive of the community or, or whatnot because you don't do OnlyFans. It's just like, I thought that was always a means of emergency. I thought that was always- Right. I thought the and, and, was to not have to do that. Right. <laughs> so right. why do I have to see if, I, you know what it is? I felt like because some different celebrities are doing it and OnlyFans, it's become less taboo and a little bit more glamorized. Right. That people kind of look at it like, oh, well, I can do it. I can make this no money by doing such and such. And it's kind of, uh, like I said, glamorized now. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, why don't you do it? It's kind of like, well, why don't you wear makeup? Why don't you get top surgery? Why don't you do this that, you know, is currently the trend right now for our community? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the trend that's happening with OnlyFans now, because it was, first, it was almost like a hidden till death do us part secret that if you had an OnlyFans mm-hmm. now you put it in your Instagram bio you tell every you planning out cards with your OnlyFans yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's just like now sex work people you have to realize I know everybody's popping up with these OnlyFans here and there sex but they're is- not even real sex workers first of all no shade I am gonna say it like <laughs> they don't really be <laughs> What were you gonna say? You keep talking. I'm gonna be quiet on that part. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be. Quiet. I mean, I mean, half of that's just true. Some of them are just taking, you know, suggestive selfies. That's a lot of what it is. Or just you figuring your pussy. I'm like, okay, well, who are the girls that are actually gonna have co uh, co stars and making a clap? 
Okay, that's that's what I want to spend my nine ninety nine. Personally, now with the game, who are the girls? Who are the girls getting busted wide open? Okay, <laughs> this whole photo selfie shit is not getting us no fucking Unlock a photo for five dollars, bitch. My girl, the social security number was so I can access the money. Then oh. I don't want child anyway let me go there oh um, god help us with the gays i don't feel like within our community it's we have that particular issue i still feel like there's a sense of tabooness with our having an only fans um i feel like it's more open now but people aren't i don't see people downing other gay men for have or not having one uh mm. I see. now i feel like in the in uh as far as trans women go or for feel, not doing sex work in general yeah just not doing sex work in general uh, I think with trans women, it's been such a, a part of their, you know, their culture as far as like survival, right? That it's almost expected, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's where that uh, expectation might come from. It's just because, well, how are you able to survive, and I'm not? It may, it might even be jealousy, low key. Like, how are you able to survive and you mm-hmm. know, money and living without having to sell your pussy, and I have to sell mine on the corner of Ninth and Thirty Third Street every night? Like, how oh my lord. <laughs> I'm not I like think about that though check your jealousy check your envy because why mm. would you as a trans woman and i would assume that some of you are at least of age so you have probably been uh through the phase where it was already hard to transition it was hard to get what you need to transition your body yeah. so why would you want this newer generation coming up to be a part of that same trauma like if you don't want you the whole purpose of the sex work was to be temporary to make the life so you didn't have to do the sex work no more if i'm not doing the sex work why do you want me to do the sex work right right (laughs) you know i've seen i've seen some of the gays have that debate too so some of the um some of the gays who are more like you know they probably do like the nine to five life or they're probably like deep in the advocacy work i have seen some of them be critical of the OnlyFans gays or the sex work gays in general, not just OnlyFans, but for the gays who do escort and things that are doing any form of sex work, right? I've seen them be critical too. Like I've seen it on both ends, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's sort of this thing, you know? But um, no, I agree. I do feel like from the trans, from that particular side of it, it's sort of like embedded in the culture. But I think for me, sometimes I get so frustrated with that because I'm just like, okay that's a part of it that's a piece of it cool like that's not all of our stories though you get me in it's just one of those things where I don't know I think for me I just want us to see that we can all exist in different settings and exist in different avenues and truly do different things right like that doesn't mean that we have to like necessarily limit ourselves just to that it is nothing wrong with sex work that is something that is for survival right but or enjoyment you just want to that's, that's true. From that's that very true. And hell, I might one day decide to be like, you know what, I'm gonna do this shit. Right. You, you know, and tell them bring it back. You do that. Hey, you never know. I'm just saying, I don't do that now. But you just never know, right? And and right. we're all humans. We're all people. We're not a monolith, and we can all do whatever we want to do, right? But I don't know. It just it just really like I don't know. I had that was kind of my spirit. I had to bring it up because I just was like, oh, I'm just so sick of it. Like, <laughs> there's going to be a divide amongst our community for something all the time, right? And we're supposed to be standing with each other, but we'll always find something petty to keep us apart, right? And, and I, and for me, I don't shave the girls who do it at all, but you know, I think for me, in my personal experience, maybe they feel that I do, but it's. 
like literally I'm talking of like personal conversations I've had with some of them right where they'll be like oh you know you like one of them she told me years ago she was like yeah I didn't didn't really care for you because you just always act like you were better than and I'm like no I didn't like do do y'all even like talk to me like no y'all don't even talk to me y'all probably see me out somewhere and y'all roll your eyes like you know I just I don't know what to do with y'all it's always something like I'm a very like personable person you know but it's like if you shape me I'm gonna like chase you back bitch like it's you know what I'm saying like it's not gonna you know what I'm saying so it's like we all could play that we all have that in us but it's like I don't know I hope I'm making sense child. I'm all over the place I think we talked but, we had a similar conversation about this the last time we met we were like talking about the divide amongst like the gay men and trans women uh do you do you see that those criticisms of you know women not doing the um OnlyFans or sex works comes from just other trans women or people in the LGBT community as a whole? I think it comes from people in the LGBT community as a whole. I think that, like, I had one experience where, um, you know, because I'm a nine to five girl, and I remember, <laughs> I remember one of the gays made a comment, like, literally at my job saying, oh, you know, she must have two sugar daddies. You know, look at her clothes, look at what she wears, look at how like beautiful she is. She must have two sugar daddies. And I literally checked his ass because for me, I'm just like, bitch, I wish I had sugar. Like if I really had somebody funding my life, do you think like, bitch, I would be comfortable. Or like, I, I, wouldn't it just, I wouldn't be like, if I really had someone funding me, I would like, do you know like how, I deal with financial struggle, how I'm all, I'm sitting here in a pandemic by myself, like scrounging coins to pay this rent. Do you know, like the financial decisions and the struggles I've had to go through just to not do that, right? So it's like for you to say that at my job, you get me in front of like other people. I have really checked him on that because I just was like, you don't fucking know me. You don't know how hard I've worked and I, I haven't had to do nothing. And I had to really check him in that way. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like, I get that other people do that. That is so fine. But like, you're not going to just say that, like, I did this to get this. You don't even know me at all. Mm-hmm. So you need to watch what you say, you know? And I definitely like checked him on that. Like, I just was like, don't be fucking like saying shit about me or like, and I really had to tell him that. I was like, you're going to respect me, like, period. Because I, I've never had a man do anything for me, not pay not one fucking bill, not fucking fun shit, not do nothing. Like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> And I, I just be at a place where I'd be like, "Bitch, I wish where they at." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Cause y'all, y'all making it look so easy on here. Y'all girls are making it look like it's just money falling off the ceiling, and you could just, you get me." And I don't know, y'all make this all look so easy, baby. And y'all don't want to be real and talk about the stuff that you really have to go through. But that's neither here nor there. You know, we're still in that that generation where people try to have somebody take care of them instead of them taking care of themselves. Like I, I would rather, you know, build myself up and be independent and have somebody else that can be that can be independent so we can have money together. Who wants to have a lazy bitch that just take their money and don't do nothing but suck their dick from now from time to time? That's have you have you dealt with anything like that where people have. Or like, have you seen that or experienced that like from your side or just that divide or? Expectation of the sex work part? Right, or or like like you feeling like, like the community doesn't really feel that you're understanding because you, you, you know, you decided to go to school and you have a career or, you see what I'm saying? Like, have you felt um, that way? Not really, or 
if I have had any facet of it, it would be the girls who were secretly envious or jealous that they may not have had that same opportunity. So they try to take that out on me. On mm -hmm. Never, I never felt pressured or expected to go into sex work. No. Right. I feel like, and you know what? It, I feel like with us, with gay men, I feel like people only expect you to go into sex work if you look a certain way. Whereas, mm -hmm. I could be wrong, with trans women, they just expect if you're a trans woman, I'm going to assume that- You do it in general. Or just, you're just going to do it in general. Whether you're pretty you know, or not. And if you are, and if you do, if you do have the pretty privilege, oh, she must have done that to get there. Yeah. Or as us, it's like only the pretty boys, the muscle gays, the go-go right. the, the dancers- Right. Uh, you know, just or prolific LGBT figures. We assume that they may have some OnlyFans, especially if we can't explain what it is they do for work. Like, but they're always mm. traveling, has all this money, all these, you know, expensive things. I'll always assume that, you know, they have a sugar daddy or they're doing sex work or OnlyFans. Right. So, I don't think it's as much of a pressure because it's everything about us, unfortunately, has to do with image. And mm. if you even fit that image, they're not even, people aren't even going to expect you to have a, a OnlyFans. Like somebody who's like, who would be considered uh, physically unattractive, stocky or whatever that's in the gay community, nobody's going to look at them and be like, oh, I wonder if they have OnlyFans. They're not going to, mm. they're not even going to think that. It's not even going to come across their mind because mm -hmm. it's not the image that, you know, we subscribe to that we deem as attractive. So mm. I think that's why I probably wouldn't, I don't think I have that expectation. In, uh, but, but what I will say is a little pushback is that if you don't fit that image, I feel like OnlyFans is definitely given the comfort and the, the new avenue for people who are not the conventional beauty to even find their niche within sex work and OnlyFans and still have a following based off of them not fitting that conventional look, right? Not being the muscle stud, not being the twink, not being the you know, like you're you're the thicker one, but you still have a high following and you're still out here, you know, getting it, getting that there money. People don't want that. There are people that will pay for it. Right. That's what I'm saying. There are people who do pay for it. Right. You just have yeah. to create pain. That's all. <laughs> oh, child. Child. Oh, so y'all get out there and do what y'all want to do. If y'all want to bust a wide open for a real nigga, you go out there and bust a wide open. And do your thing. And it's and regardless of what you decide to do, I just think I always because now we're in an age where it's it's for survival. It always has been, right? And I'm really trying to be careful with my words because I don't want this recording or somebody to be like, oh, this bitch is not really like understanding of what I am very understanding. What I'm saying is that we all have choices, right? And regardless of what you decide to do, just be confident and comfortable in that. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about if someone is judging you and don't worry about the next girl or the next boy who's doing their thing, you get me? It's everything you do is a choice. Like if you choose to not do that, that's fine. If you choose to do it, do it. Hell, you can still do both. Shit. Right. You can still have it out of five. It's so financial. There's plenty of girls who do that. Like honestly, I would never know? not have my nine to five until it was just absolutely impossible to still. I'm never gonna cut off a means of income now. I want right. to. I don't want to have to cut them off. Like until they just overlap so much, so that the other one is making so much more money that it's not worth it to do nine to five no more. Mm -hmm. That's the only win. But if I could do both, I want to have double streams of income. <laughs> exactly. But see, that's what some of the girls are doing. Some of the girls are nurses, and <laughs> oh, I know a lot. <laughs> some of the girls, some of the girls are nurses, and they still put out their content. Look, that's I'm just saying. She know. Look, I know what's going down in these streets. I always tell y'all. Okay. 
she knows. <laughs> okay. Well, what well, I'm saying is that it's, it's something that is one of the oldest trades. And I don't know. I think for me, it was on my heart because I, I think sometimes in the community, I just feel so like misunderstood, you know, until you like actually like talk to me. You know, I think that sometimes my demeanor, like some of the girls, they'd be like, oh, she's she's not there. She's not for us or she's not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know. So that's that's also what made me want to talk about that because I was like, it's just always this divide and like, y'all just don't think that people understand what we all do. Like even me being a Black trans woman, I know that that's always like something that's around. Do you get me? For the rest of my life, like it's always going to be a stereotype. It's always going to be a stigma that I can never be. It's always going to be somebody who's saying that, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And absolutely. hell, in the, in the way the society is set up, shit something might happen to me where a bitch had to pull that out of her toolbox and be like you know what i ain't never did it before but now i gotta do it and i pray to god that don't happen okay oh, and look, <laughs> but... did you hear that um only fans has like put in a some sort of clause or something that you can no longer publish videos of like public sex like outdoor sex now no i didn't hear about that what the yeah, hell girl they're not letting you girls out there doing all that shit why is that because people are catching people are reporting that now it could be it could be i don't know if they i I didn't see the story as to like why they did it but i was just seeing a lot of creators talk about the new rule that they updated that they're not allowing creators to post um content of you know public sex Mm. i'm like well that's just going to eliminate some of the girls because a lot of the girls they're trying to shade you for not doing it can only film their content in hotel rooms or in the back of uh, exactly. So what are you supposed to do? No, that's what I'm saying. Hotel rooms is fine. I'm like, what are you not on the park to do? bench? Not on the park bench. You can do it in a hotel room, but just not on the park bench. But what if you're outside in your car in the back of somebody's truck getting plowed? Like, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> like, you're like, I well, don't I mean, understand. that's within your property. So, may, I don't. You know, I don't know the the, the links and bounds and stipulations of it, but I guess like. But it just sucks because like, do you remember how porn see listening, y'all? Look, we are very sex positive people. We're gonna fucking talk about it. Pornhub, remember how Pornhub took away they released that article with New York Times, it went viral. This was a thing where Pornhub decided to pull down all of the amateur content because they felt that some of that content had a lot of what sexual assault and uh, rape victims in that content. Correct? Am I saying that correctly? I didn't I didn't know if it had to do with that. I know that they pulled all the damn amateur sex work and fucked up a lot of my bookmarks. I know they did that. Oh, <laughs> you nasty girl. <laughs> I love they did it. that. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I ain't saying that on air. A lot of people listen to the show. But <laughs> girl, look, listen. Listen. They have billions of views. All of you watch this stuff. We were not born yesterday. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, but, me and Pamela getting along real well, bitch. Oh my God. Who's Pamela? <laughs> Who is she? Girl. Uh, is that yeah. an off air conversation? <laughs> They're identical twins, left and right. <laughs> oh my Lord. Father God, where is the holy water and holy oil? We have Christian listeners listening to this. 
Jesus okay. Christ. Go ahead and exit stage left before I get burnt up. <laughs> you said Oh <laughs> No, but yeah, Pornhub, that was like a big hit for the OnlyFans and amateur girls when they decided to pull all that stuff down. Because I was like, okay, so I see how Pornhub is trying to monetize like OnlyFans is doing. They're trying to make their content pay and exclusive only, you know, by snatching all that stuff down. And now it's like a thing where if you really want to see the people you like, you have to pay for that particular content. in the same way as OnlyFans so the whole thing is like why are y'all making it so hard for the sex workers now you're saying they can't do it like girl where else they supposed to do it some of them can't afford a hotel some of them can't afford some of them don't have a place to stay some of them are couch hopping you get me they're putting they're doing what they got to do you see what I'm saying so it's like what the the hell do y'all want people to do they're gonna have to have the awkward conversation like, hey sis, you know I love you, girl, but let me borrow your let me borrow your living room real quick to make this content. I'm gonna slip you a percentage, girl, of my earnings. But girl, girl they could just they could just slide in the bathrooms like they've been doing. <laughs> 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 you know what? This might be uh, well, it's not really my business, but you know it's fine. My uh, <clears throat> first boyfriend, his mom used to post on Backpage back in the day when we were dating. Oh, his mom. His mom. Yes, I love uh, it. I would be over his house and she would like, you know, have her Johns come over and we would have to like pretend like no, we weren't actually in the house. Like he was supposed right. to be like no, he home. And I would hear her go through like the whole motion of like, are you a cop? You know, you had to do all that stuff to protect themselves. Right. And girl, the girls would come in and I'm just like, child, this is how really that's how I know just sex work is not for me. It's too far too invasive. It, it requires you to give way too much of yourself that I, I'm just not able to do as an introverted person. <laughs> and then you have to give your body to a stranger. That, and you that. don't know if they have anything. You don't know if they're going to kill you after. A lot of people have issues. You know, that's why it's respect on my end. I'd be like, girl, should I give it to you? I'm like, bitch, I wish I, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm like, <laughs> and then it's on film so you don't not only do you not you don't know, know where that's right, going you don't know who's gonna watch it yep mm-hmm. i feel weird for people busting nuts to me the idea of people busting nuts to me is weird <laughs> really it, it, but yeah. some people they like that though some people they're like oh i want to i want you to get off to me like i love that i mean i could see that i just like it would i just would wonder Cause you know when you be thinking about things that make you you know bust, you be like, what a what a, what are you imagining me doing? Like, what kind of, sh-? you know, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> mm. I'm like, what do you imagine? Do you some freaky shit or some shit that I would never like? Are you imagine like my foot in your mouth or some shit like, or vice versa, child? The people are really into that shit. They do want your foot in their mouth and like an elbow in their throat and stuff. You know, a lot of people are really into some real fucking um, you know a lot of <laughs> i'm going through my little bookmarks you know you see the uh the videos are like the the oh the, my god the videos that are similar to one that you're watching what right. videos are similar to what i was watching what you talk about on air what are you, you talking know. about <laughs> wait you're saying that i was watching you're saying no, 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 no. my oh. you know oh, like Lord. you have uh, like, how what are you talking about? I don't. I'm a child of God. Oh, I no. do not. <laughs> Please stop well, fucking lying. Well, I was. I talk about my old shit. Like when no, you I'm watch, joking, I'm joking. And it'd be like the related stuff. And then I'm like, first of all, some of that stuff doesn't even have anything to do with what I'm watching. But y'all, okay. And you see the people with the black love. They just be going in and out of girls. All yeah. Like, <laughs> with like, the fisting and shit. 
Maybe have a diaper after all that. types of stuff. I don't. How do they do? Can we? Okay, listen, listeners. I know y'all are like, "What in the fuck is she talking about?" Listen, we've never talked about fisting on the show, but I don't think I have. But Ooh. how? How do y'all take the whole arm? I listen. I've seen people put an arm and a hand. Don't ask me how I saw this. It just, something occurred. It just <laughs> popped up. It popped up in the similar to watching. Okay, similar uh, video. Like like Miss Jamar said, you know, it'll be like video similar. Yeah, absolutely. you know, I saw someone put their foot. <laughs> I did. I'm like, what? I was like, what? How do you get off on that? Like, how? I'm not being judged. I want to understand. I, I really do. And you know what's interesting? Because I, I feel like I my sexual appetite is not that big. Like when I see people getting fisted and they putting parking cones in their ass and like, you know, put like cameras in their ass and all types of shit. I'm like, how how is your appetite that your sexual app? It makes me think of your sexual appetite. Like, what do we crave, right? Like, what's your fantasy? Like, what's... And for me, I'm like, I must be boring then, because you know, she just likes the occasion, you know, the regular, regular, you know, pull my hair, you know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> he likes the regular. You know there are. I like the regular hood shit. Okay, I, you know, I. <laughs> there are billions of people in the world, and they all get off in different ways. So it's likely that you know a few like a toe or two with their asshole, or they like a squirrel. I see. Uh, a squirrel to, and rats jump going to they pussy i'm like oh okay. my god but you know what all i know <laughs> is <laughs> and I, I i don't want this to be shady actually you know what i ain't gonna say that because you probably have some listeners that fall in that category never mind which was gonna <laughs> say no go ahead and say it and tell them you sorry like, when i see these fisting and the, the squirrel and all the other strange shit sitting on glass the people that are on yeah. there they don't look like this they don't mean like this. I'm just like, so <laughs> I just I could be wrong, but I just don't I just don't see the girls busting it wide open for a tic tac like that online. Oh my it'd god. Be, it'd, be, it'd be the others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and look, if you're picking up what look. I'm putting now, you know what I'm saying. But Oh my God! She said it'd be the, the other race girls who um do those things. Not the melanin. I have seen people punch they hole. Like I saw one where somebody they were like punching inside the hole. I was like, Oh my God! Your insides are gonna fall out. Like he's gonna pull out your lower intestines. He's gonna pull out your dinner from last night. Yes. How are you? T- like. I- I really want, how does your whole hole, your rectum, your rectum or your coochie, I've seen, I've seen cis woman do it too. Your vagina, how does your whole hole open up? I know the vagina can stretch, all right? Well, but, I said the vagina has an excuse. Yeah, yeah, the vagina, <laughs> the vagina can stretch. But a booty hole, I'm like, how, Tiffany had, it's a booty hole. How does your booty hole, <laughs> how does your booty hole open? Like, like, like the punching. Oh my God. I mean, apparently uh, anything can happen with a little lubrication. Look, when I tell you I've seen video, like don't, listen, I don't, these are not the videos that I prefer or I co-sign. I'm making it clear, listeners, mind your business, but I'm saying they popped up on the the cross. 
they popped up on the timeline. They, you know, I y'all know how the girls on Twitter are, okay? They just post all this stuff and somebody will, and it's just, it's like, oh my God, I didn't even want to see that. But I, I remember I saw one where someone was literally laying on a bed, whole just there. And it looked tight, you know? And I'm like, huh, okay. And then the person walked up. Somebody walked up and just started punching it. And the whole hand went in. I'm talking like punching it. Like, yeah, like fisting, like punching the whole, whole arm, whole forearm, everything going in, just punching it repeatedly. And I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, I'm very sex positive, okay? I know that people have their lives. It's not for me, though. It ain't for me. It's for y'all. It's really not. And what kills me, and this is just me, this is me being childish, it'd be the, not only the visual of it, but it'd be the sound. The, <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, that sound like a damn Eureka vacuum, child. And I'm just Oh, like, my God. I don't see how your girls just be. I I know you have to have a diaper. I know you have to have. A yeah, diaper. you can't. Your hole is not gonna tighten that. That Kegel ain't. You gotta go has to get surgery to tighten up something because it's not gonna. It ain't gonna be the same. Like you gonna be on yourself. Like I. Oh my God, Lord, Father, God, Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I think we have done an episode. <laughs> Charla, I, I think that we have done an episode. Thank you so much, Ms. Jamara yes, for coming on the Perfect Blend podcast. And let me say this, you guys, for my girls who are out there doing the sex work, I am not, I am pot sex positive. I am pro sex work. I am, I support the girls. You get me? And I just, I'm just so sick of it, us seeing this divide on both ends. I'm tired of the conversations. I'm tired of us. You get me? Like, if you, any of us can make any decision that we want and uproot and change our life, regardless of where we fall on the fence, okay? So that's the reason what motivated me, you know, to have that particular conversation, because I just was like, you know, where does that come from, you know? So thank you for allowing us to explore that tonight, and thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, Jamar84. Let them know where to find you one more time before we go, and make sure to shout out your TikTok, because you didn't shout that out first. Oh, that's right. So you can find me on Instagram, you know, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, all at Jamar84. That's J-A-M-A-R-84. And my TikTok is Jamar840. Mm-hmm. Okay, make sure I go follow me, support a beast. You know, we still, you know, LGBT independent artists out here trying to make the thing work and make some shake. Doing doing the fuck out of the thing. The move to Atlanta <laughs> got, like, got like eight bookings for the next year. Like, just book. Just I'm, book. Okay. Very you blessed. inspire me, no, for real. Like, I'd be like, shit, should I just pack my bags and catch a fly? And be like, fuck this, LA, should I can't do this shit no more. Okay, so like, so you need a, new, a new space, new... Uh... I'm telling you, sometimes being in LA feels so hard. I'd be like, girl, I can't. Like, I gotta go. I gotta it go. It wasn't working for me no more. It, the only, the only uh, benefit to me staying in LA would have been that I would have had more of my, like, actual job security. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'll just have to find another one here, child, because... <laughs> I have I still have it now but eventually like when they start you know releasing opening up opening back up and then because everybody's been remote from since March mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh when they start requiring people to go back into the office then I guess I'll just have to leave resign I'll find I'll have to just find something else Chad. I'm sure you know you'll be fine we'll work it out 
it'll be all right. And yes, y'all, so follow Jamar on all their handles. Jamar84 and then Jamar840 on TikTok. Uh, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. It's all Jamar84. And then the TikTok is Jamar840 or mm-hmm. 840, sorry. And then my Instagram is Kayday. That's K-A-E-D-A-Y-Y. My Twitter is the same. That's where you can find me. My TikTok is the same too, although I don't, I don't post on her yet, child. But we coming. Okay, me and Jamar didn't talk about them. that. Okay. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. I'm trying to figure out how to become more visual with y'all because I know y'all be like, bitch, we tired of hearing this audio. We want to see you. You know, so, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure it out. All right. So we can give you good okay. content. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Perfect Blend Podcast and your motherfucking asses was so fun and we will see you all next time and Mr. Mar, call me after and we're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to hop back in because I have to show you that thing. Wait, so, okay. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, let me end the show. Hold on one second. Let me end the